G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. A good time for us to be talking about women, to be talking about sisterhood. And we have a particular focus to bring today, which I know is going to grip you, especially if you are in a family or if you are a mother. It's good to reflect on the power of a praying mother. Well, our special guest today, as a young woman, trained to become a space shuttle engineer in the United States. And it wasn't until after her marriage and the birth of her two children that she and her husband came to faith in Christ. And God began changing her priorities. Sally Burke discovered how faithfully God works in kids' lives in answer to prayer. And along with that discovery came what she calls the bond of sisterhood that grows between praying mothers praying for schools. Sally and other mums were praying for their children and the momentum began to grow. She began to grow as a group leader and then the area coordinator for her hometown in California in the United States where God raised up 60 new mums in prayer groups. She later became the regional coordinator for 25 school districts with 700 schools and half a million students. Well, in 2008, Sally took on the world for the organization Moms in Prayer International as the Director of Field Ministry and providing spiritual and strategic direction to the ministry worldwide. Now, more than 30 years on, Moms in Prayer is now in 145 countries and there are 60 language translations for mothers around the world. Sally Burke is President of Moms in Prayer International and Sally's book, which we'll talk about shortly, is called Unshaken. Uh, it'll be available in good Christian bookstores here in Australia. But I want to make a special welcome to 2020 today to Sally Burke. Hello, Sally. Welcome to 2020. Well, thank you. I'm very excited to be with you here today. Sally, we've got you on the phone. You're in California. What's your hometown called? Temecula. Temecula. Well, just wonderful to be talking to you from the United States today. And I want to encourage... Uh, listeners and perhaps especially mums to be a part of our conversation today. Uh, Sally, take us back to those early years when you were just getting involved in this organisation which encourages this prayer for children, prayer for schools, a sisterhood between women. Take us back to those early years. Oh, I would love to. Moms in Prayer started in 1984 when one mom by the name of Fern Nichols was shaken as her two oldest were in her middle school. So she grabbed another mom, another second mom, and began to pray. Well, soon God grew this life-changing prayer ministry to what you see around the world. And a few years after it began, 
I called out to the Lord and go, Lord, teach me to pray. And he answered that prayer by a mom inviting me to hear for a nickel speak. And all I knew was that God answers prayer and my kids would be blessed if I prayed for them. So I went to that first Moms in Prayer meeting, and I never prayed out loud. I didn't even think about that. All I thought was, I want my kids blessed, so I have to go to this prayer group. And those women welcomed me into their group, and we used four very simple steps of prayer, and we put our child's name in prayer. Well, after that very first week, we saw one prayer after another and after another answered. We saw revival and spiritual awakening happening on each school that we prayed for. But I thought... I didn't know how to pray out loud, and yet God moved in my heart that very first week. I knew I'd be back, and it took me about six weeks before I eventually prayed out loud what was in my heart. Interestingly, as you were training to be a space shuttle engineer, we can talk about prayer and say it's not rocket science. How do you compare rocket science and the idea of prayer? Because, uh, you know, are there any similarities? Yeah, there, there's quite a few if you think about it. You see, God unleashes his power to do his will through prayer. He tells us we have not because we ask not. And when we ask, he moves mightily. And, and it's just so amazing to me when I, I think about how God just even spoke in the heavens and the earth into being. And, you know, as we were rocket scientists trying to get the shuttle to outer space, we think about how God holds everything together. He tells us by his word and, and the power of his word. So when we pray his word, that's powerful. Nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop his hand. And, and we know we're praying according to his will when we pray his word. So for me, I remember Dr. Dobson was interviewing me because he was so uh, excited and interested in the space shuttle. And I said, you know what, it's a lot more powerful for me to witness and to see women their lives going from fear to courage, for kids coming to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, to watch a campus that once was struggling and in trouble, uh, coming back to the Lord and revival and spiritual awakening happening. And, and that's defying, that's miraculous. You know, what we did on the space shuttle, man can do. What we do when we pray, only God can do. So it's, it's, it's much more powerful, much more exciting. Sally, in this day and age when there's such separation and isolation that comes in an age where social media becomes the way we communicate with our friends, you'd be saying that faithful Christian mothers will still pray for their children, but why not pray in a group with other Christian mums? It breaks down a lot of barriers. What are your thoughts on women who might feel isolated and yet this idea of actually getting together with the whole uh, focus uh, with the whole purpose of getting together to pray for children and uh, and for schools. Well, God tells us that two is stronger than one, and three is even stronger. And, and He tells us in Matthew eighteen nineteen. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For two or three gather in my name, and that means according to His will, who He is. There I am with them. And, you know, you think about the picture of Moses. Here are the children of Israel out there battling. And Moses was interceding for them. As long as he had his hands up with that staff, they would win the battle. Well, Moses grew tired, and his arms began to come down. And every time his arms came down, 
the tide was turned. The Israelites were losing. And so Aaron and Ern came alongside of him, and they lifted up his arms until the children of Israel were victorious. And he, he told Moses, tell this to Joshua, because Joshua was one of those children on that battlefield, just like our kids were. So he would know this as he grew up. And sometimes as moms, we grow weary. We, we see which right in front of us, we see the battle that's going on for the lives of our kids. And another mom comes alongside of us and she says, Sister, I am here with you and I'm here for you and I'm going to hold up your arm until you see victory. And there were many times I came to my mom's in prayer group and, and you know, I was weary, I was tired. And, and this other mom prayed with this faith, this incredible faith. And sometimes I said, I agree, in Jesus' name, amen. And then we would see victorious answers to prayer, miraculous answers to prayer that only God could do. So you don't want to be alone. You want that other mom to come alongside of you. Some of the groups, I've been praying with these women for over 20 years. And every week we come together, one hour or once a week, and, and we pray. And now our kids are impacting this next generation for Christ because now they're mighty prayer warriors themselves. Sally, any parent knows, and mums take this to heart especially, that when we're raising a family, our children will go through crises, uh, whether it's a health crisis, whether it's a behavioural issue, whether it's uh, some uh, form of, you know, uh, my child is, uh, is lagging behind other students. Uh, these sorts of things can be taken to heart. And, of course, then there are the faith issues in there of how we want to pass on our faith to a new generation. But there are going to be crises that every mother knows that she will face. She can face that in prayer, and she can face that in prayer with other mothers. This sisterhood idea under God is so, so powerful. Ex explain and enlarge a little for us on, on just how powerful it is that when you are facing the crises as a parent, you're not facing them alone. Yeah, it is very powerful. I have two of my boys have life-altering, life-threatening, lifelong diseases. And yet, as the sisters stand with me week by week in praying, we, we are watching miracle after miracle happen in their lives. And we fall in love with each other's kids. Every child I pray for, it's as if that's my own child. And God does something. I never want to miss my mom's in prayer group because every week the Holy Spirit prays through me for this other child. And, and so you think about that. When that mommy prays for my child, she's giving an eternal gift to my child, something that I would never know or think about, but God spoke to her. And as that, as my child is bathed by this other mom, it, it, it's amazing. It's an incredible gift. A lot of times when a new mommy comes and we're praying one for another for their children, she'll open up her eyes and she'll go, do you know my child? I go, no, but God does. God knows, and God is leading me as I'm praying for your child. And, and years later down the road, we get letters from the different kids we have prayed, and they will thank us. Even when they were very rebellious, they come back to the Lord. They write these beautiful long letters thanking us for never giving up on them and standing with their mom to pray for them. Sally, uh, talk to us about the connections that you have now around the world. I mentioned that uh, your organization is now into 145 nations around the world. Uh, there is a connecting point here in Australia, isn't there? Uh, there's also another a group called Prayer Groups for Schools that's run by an organization here in Australia called Scripture Union. But uh, what is your connection to Australia that you're aware of? We have several groups. We have close to 300 
groups they are praying and anybody who's listening can join us they just have to go to our website momsandprayer.org and we will help you get started and what we do is as we meet what they do in australia they meet one hour once a week and we usually meet in somebody's home and we pray we pray using four powerful steps of prayer and what's so amazing about these four powerful steps of prayer they transcend all cultures all languages you know it's the lord's it's a, it comes from the lord's prayer it's praise confession thanksgiving and intercession and and all of those it doesn't matter what language it doesn't matter if if they're a tribe in africa a, a village in south america um, in, in Europe, it doesn't matter where they are. When these two moms gather together and they use these four biblical steps of prayer, God just transforms them. They become courageous. You know, all courage is, is fear soaked in prayer. So these women come together wherever they may be. We even had a group meet, begin to meet. They lived on a garbage dump in Uganda. And they began to pray, and they called out to their God and, and asked them, you know, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, they get to know my name, by attribute, by character. You know, may, may we have homes for our kids. And the next year, they were living in an apartment. So it just seems to transcend because God's in the midst of prayer. Prayer is all about him. Every one of our four steps is all about him, and, and that translates into any culture and any language. Sally Burke is our guest, and you might like to participate in our conversation. Let's open our talkback line on 1-800-316-316. You might like to contribute to our conversation today, perhaps about the sisterhood or the power of a praying mother. Uh, one of our Facebook comments, and yes, you can leave a comment on Facebook. Simply go to our Facebook page, uh, Vision radio and james writes when i met my wife she wasn't a christian but was searching when she accepted christ and was baptized my mother told her with a smile that she had no chance at all the ladies in the women's fellowship were praying for her it's a matter isn't it sally that when you've got a prayer group you're not restricted to only praying for the children but you're praying for families you're praying for people to come to know Christ. You're coming uh, to a place where uh, you're uh, asking those in the group to to pray into sometimes the intimate circumstances of your whole family. I love uh, how that was stated because, yes, that, that young woman did not stand a chance because we do pray for our children's spouses. And, and sometimes they, they marry unequally yoked. Well, we keep on praying for that spouse. And, you know, may they hear the words of truth, the gospel of salvation, and believe and be sealed with the power of the Holy Spirit. And, yes, we pray for every aspect of that child's life. And, and we have seen, we pray for each child on the campus, too. And we have seen mighty revivals happen on wherever my kids have been on that on a campus. We've seen revival and spiritual awakening happen. We saw in the elementary school 14 out of 22 teachers come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior. So I love what he said. That that young woman did not stand a chance. She was going to come to know Jesus because we prayed according to his will. He wished none should perish, but all should come to repentance. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. And I want to invite you to be part of our conversation today. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. Interested to hear your own story of a praying mother 
or perhaps the intimacy that you've found in a sisterhood sense when you've gotten together with other families in your local church or in your community or around your school to pray for the children and indeed the families of those who you meet with. 1-800-316-316. Please join in our conversation. Sally Burke is with us. She's president of Moms in Prayer International. She's written a book called Unshaken. There is a website, Moms in Prayer, spelled M-O-M-S, in prayer.org. Why don't you join our conversation on 1-800-316-316. Sally, let me ask you about what happens when those mums gather for prayer in a special prayer group because you have a four-step prayer plan. It's not just an opportunity to get together and talk. Uh, Prayer really is the focus. That's correct. That's correct. You see, prayer defeats enemy every time. The weakest saint, praying, not talking about praying, praying defeats the enemy. So we always start on time, and we use four steps, the praise, uh, silent confession, thanksgiving, and intercession, and we pray. We don't talk about our prayer requests, so we start with praise. We we acknowledge God for who He is. He tells us, enter my gates with praise and thanksgiving, and we get to know God, who He is. We praise Him according to His name, according to His attribute, according to His word. And so these women are being transformed when they say God is able, God is all-powerful, that God is all-knowing, that God is sovereign, and that God is present. When they get to know Him, all of a sudden their faith grows. So we begin by looking up a few scriptures, and then the women just naturally, short, simple prayers, praise God. And God enters the praises of his people. And God says, those who know my name will be strong and do great exploits. Well, the women begin to be strong in him, and he does great exploits through them. Then a time of silent confession. We don't want anything to hold us back from the power that God wants to unleash to pray for our kids. Then it's Thanksgiving. I always call this a Holy Spirit party. We begin to thank God for what he did in answer to prayer. So I may say, oh, Lord, thank you that that my son was able to pay attention to school, or thank you that he found a best friend in Jesus Christ, or thank you that my daughter said no you know, to something that was bad, or thank you, Lord, that those that intended to bring harm on our campus got caught. So each week there's a time of Thanksgiving, and then we intercede. We break up into two to three mommies. Everything we pray is confidential. And so then we bathe our child in God's Word. You know, God tells us, how do you know your prayer is going to be answered? But if you pray according to His Word, Isaiah 55 says, it's like wind, it's like rain, it's like water, that His Word never comes back void, but always fulfills His purpose. And His ways are so far greater than our ways. I mean, many times we may have a list that we want to give God, but when you pray His Scripture, you're praying that which is eternal. And it's far greater than anything we can think with our finite minds. And, you know, me... May Tom love God with all his heart, his mind, his soul, and his strength. And may he love others as he loves himself. And that other mommy agrees. And then she prays for my child. We go back and forth until it's her turn to pray for her child. And then we pray for the teachers. And like you heard, we heard many of them. We, we pray for the teachers and students that don't know God. May their eyes be open. May they turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God, so they can be forgiven of their sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith. And then we pray for the school protection and revival and spiritual awakening and whatever concerns that school we pray for. 
And, and then we end by praying for moms in prayer that two of our moms for every school so every child can be prayed for. I have a great heart for Australia. When I first came to work at headquarters, I worked with the moms there and got to know them and began to pray. And I, I have a burden that every child's covered in prayer there in Australia, that two or more moms would gather together one hour once a week. And sometimes they're not just moms that come together. They're aunts. They're grandmothers. You know, they're, they're women who have a burden for the children of that country. And they gather together and, and, and they start. It starts on time and it ends on time. By that hour, you have touched heaven on behalf of here on earth and it's powerful and Sally it hasn't grown to a hundred and forty five countries uh, on the idea that it's just a social gathering that there truly are transformations that are happening in the lives of children and in the lives of family members uh, you would have seen this time and time again no doubt you've got endless lists of testimonies of the sorts of things that happen in families when there is a special focus of mums in prayer Exactly. So when a mom comes, she comes usually with a burden. Maybe her child has a a learning disability. Maybe her child doesn't have friends. Or maybe her child's addicted to drugs and alcohol or, or sex. And as that mom begins to pray, God begins to transform her, but not just her, that child. And, and it's so fun to witness. There was one mom who, who prayed for her child who had a learning disability. And this story's in the book. And Things seemed to get worse. He got into gangs. Things, things seemed to get even worse. He ended up jailed and then, and then solitary confinement. It was there that he met Jesus face to face. And now he's a pastor in San Diego and able to reach people nobody else could reach. And the other moms stuck with her. They never gave up praying for that boy. So from small answers to big answers, I mean, some kids start young walking with Jesus. And so Satan's going to want to trip them up. So we got to pray for their protection. And, and they go through their life loving Jesus, but you still got to pray for them. You still got to pray, you know, with spouse they're going to marry and protection and they're coming and they're going now forevermore. And some start off life with struggles and hardships and God has a great plan, a mighty plan for them. But if we don't pray, we miss out on the fullness of what God wants to do in their lives. So, yes, it's every week we see answers to prayer, and every week we have a Holy Spirit party because somebody's child, we saw the answer to prayer. Now, a mum's coming when there is a crisis because some will say, well, uh, you know, I'm having my own prayer for my children. Uh, why would I go to a group? But then when the crisis comes, I need the group to pray. Do mums come to and link to these uh, prayer uh, groups uh, when there is a crisis, or are there a lot of mums who will be thinking uh, in advance, I need to be praying about the outcomes that will come for the future? What's the sort of motivation that mums have when they actually come along to the prayer group? Both, both. You know, it's like when my kids first enter school, for me, that was a crisis. You know, I would no longer be in control of their lives. And so I was letting go of them into a teacher's hand, into a school, into other influences. And I wanted to make sure that they walked with Jesus. 
So that drew me. And other moms, it's later in life when their child, they've done everything they could and raised their child in the right ways, and yet their child strayed. And so then they come to our groups, and many of them will be crying there, why didn't I not come sooner? And we always tell them, this is the time. God has brought you here, and this is the time. And we just circle around her and lift up her arms and continue to pray. And, and until, you know, I, I always think we're never done praying for our children until we go to heaven. And, and I've seen many women, they have gone to heaven, but their prayers are still being answered for their children and their grandchildren. So it doesn't have to be a crisis. I, I look at the world. It's a shaken world. You want to stand unshaken, you need to stand unshaken in prayer. You want to bless your children, that's the greatest way to bless them is by God's hand through prayer. And for that mum who says, I don't know how to pray, I couldn't go along to the prayer group, that's really the reason why the prayer group is so important, isn't it? Because there is a group dynamic that if you don't know how to pray, that's where you'll actually learn how to pray. And there'll be others who'll pray words on your behalf that you perhaps didn't know how to pray. Yeah, I was that mom. You know, it took me six weeks before I prayed out loud, but I love God's promises. We know how we not ought to pray, but the Holy Spirit prays through us. Before we know it, these four, they're such simple steps, very, very simple. We're conversational prayer. So we may, one may say, oh, Lord, I praise you because you are good. Another one say, oh, Lord, I, I praise you because, you know, you're good all the time. Very simple back and forth. So it's not hard prayer. But it's real prayer, because you're praying to God. And, and that's all prayer is, is a conversation with God. It's really a relationship with your Lord and your Savior. So it's not hard to pray. And, and I think uh, the enemy would love us to complicate prayer or think the length of our prayer is good. It's, it's what's in intent in our heart. It's not really the words of our mouth, but what is inside of our heart that God hears. And that other mom, they were patient for me for six weeks. They just came alongside of me and just patiently waited. And and so I'm the example. Here I'm teaching people all over the world to pray. I'm the example of that mom coming in, not knowing one word of how to pray. And, and God taught me through these women and through these four steps. Uh, let me come to what I mentioned that perhaps listeners might be interested to talk about today, Sally, this idea of what sort of trials you might be facing at school. Uh, this is a big motivator for mums who are very concerned about their children, the way they're being taught in schools, uh, the influences upon their lives. How do you reflect on, on the, the, the real reasons uh, that mums get together with the purpose of praying for their children? Well, they want their kids to walk with Christ, not not to be conformed to this world yet, be transformed by the renewing of their mind. You know what? Our children were created to impact this world. You know, I, people, you know, don't realize it, but for such a time as this, God is raising up a mighty generation, a powerful generation, and and they don't see boundaries. They don't see anything. Those that come to know Jesus in this generation are standing boldly and confidently and. Um, there's a great anticipation as I work with these young people all over the world of what he's doing. So I want to encourage them to keep praying and not give up and grab another mommy and pray for them. And you will impact your child's school for Christ, not just your child, but the whole school for Christ. Can you imagine if every child in Australia was covered in prayer, what God will do, what an incredible generation will raise up in Australia. And, and he's just waiting to answer your prayer. He's just waiting to hear you cry out to him on behalf 
of the children of Australia. Uh, I heard from Cameroon, one of our leaders there, and, and she was telling her ladies before she sent them forth to be praying. She said, don't ask the Lord what type of Cameroon you're going to leave this generation. Ask God what type of generation are you going to leave Cameroon. And, and that's what we want to say, and that's what we want to challenge every listener who's listening. What type of generation are you going to leave Australia? God is a God of great hope. God has great plans. So you must be about prayer for this next generation. And if you are, I promise you, you'll see great and mighty things. We're taking calls. 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Katie in Geelong in Victoria. Hello, Katie. Welcome along. Oh, hi, Neil. Hi, Sally. Hi, Katie. What are your thoughts? Um, sorry, I'm a bit tired. Um, yeah, uh, just wanted to say thank you for what you're doing. Um, I had two children that went to school and two that I actually homeschooled. And in homeschooling them, I guess I thought I could protect them more. And in some ways they were. And at one stage, my son was like really, like at the age of about 12 and 13, he was really on fire for Jesus and he was, you know, like skilled in apologetics and uh, all this kind of stuff. And my daughter uh, has a writing gift and she would write all these amazing Christian stories. In the last couple of years, like none of the children are really walking with the Lord at the moment. The last couple of years, the younger two went off to rails. We had a few like problems in our life. And I do pray every day. Um, and I do see answers to prayer with my children and I still, you know, got, um, faith in God that He will work in their lives because I was backslidden myself for about 12 or 13 years. Um, my mother actually prayed for me and she's not even like a full on Christian. And I believe that God answered some of her prayers. So if I can come back, anyone can. But I just wanted to say that what you're doing is fantastic and yeah, really inspiring and I guess I needed to hear Katie, some great thoughts in there. Your mum was praying for you. You know the power of a praying mum. And now the burden is upon you to pray for your children. Uh, Some thoughts uh, from Sally. Yes, do not do it alone. Grab another mommy. We have a lot of homeschool moms that gather together to pray because just like you, they realize that the enemy would love to steal and rob their kids. Yet when we pray, we defeat the enemy every single time. So invite a friend over to your house. Download free from our website a prayer sheet that does the four steps of prayer. You just have to input your child's name into that. And and I'm going to pray for you. Is that okay? Are you fine with that? that, If I can just cover you, Mom, in prayer? Yeah, yeah. That was a yes. Thank you so much for Katie, Father. Thank you that uh, she knows you and loves you. And, Father, I pray that she will go from strength to strength, that every time that she gets on her knees, Father, that she'll feel encouraged by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, her heart's desire is the same of yours, that her children would love you with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. And I pray that she would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And, Lord, I pray that she would get another mom, come alongside of her, and they would both be blessed as they pray and as they impact their children for Christ. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Katie from Geelong, 
Thank you so much for uh, calling through and uh, you can be a part of our conversation today. 1-800-316-316. Uh, you mentioned, Sally, there are something like 300 prayer groups already operating around Australia and people can find where those prayer groups are. Is there some sort of a link on your website? Yeah, you just go, like Katie, I would love you to just go to momsandprayer.org, say, I need another mom to pray with. And they will make sure, if there's not a group, how to help you get started in a group. And it's so simple. We have everything that you need. We have downloadable prayer sheets that you can get on your phone. We have printable ones. We have scripture prayer that can be sent to you free. But yes, please do go to our website. We Jewel Hasek is is um, helping us oversee Australia and connecting one mommy to another. Okay, and the idea of thinking that you might be in a smaller town and there might not be one of these prayer groups already operating that you can start one, and there's some great resource on your website to be able to do that. Yes, yes. We have a, a small little booklet. We also, everything that you need is on our website. You can read about how to get started, and we will help you. The, the thing that I love about that, too, you, you think there's nobody else there, but in your small town, there's another mom uh, just waiting for you to link arms with to pray for her kids, too. So we pray with you, and we stand with you until you find that other mom and get launched off. Okay, we're taking calls 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Trish in Perth in Western Australia. Hello, Trish. Welcome along. Good morning. Trish, what are your thoughts? Great to hear from Um, you. uh, Thank you. I'd just like to um, share with you my story um, and and the power of prayer, how how it's helped me. But I pray a lot on my own, but I do have my family and friends praying for me. I liken my story to the stolen generation because I have five children and... They were alienated from me from their by their father. So, um, and I, for five long years, I, I could have died in the process because the, the, of a broken heart. But I, God was there for me. It was it was a terrible experience. But ne- and after five lawyers and ten thousand dollars, nothing helped but the, except God. So I feel like sometimes God. God was there for me when man wasn't, and I just feel like if it wasn't for the Lord and prayer, and I'm praying over them every day, even though they're not with me every day, but they're starting to come back now to me. I, I, I purposely put myself just a hop, skip, and a jump from where they live, and I, I, I rent around the corner, and they are, they are coming of their own accord, and it's just from me praying and waiting and giving and going through all the heartache, but just being there for them. So I just wanted to share that. Trish, thank you so much for calling in to share that because so many people come from various backgrounds and sometimes uh, we suffer some dysfunction and often families uh, will fall to pieces and uh, children can be alienated from uh, mothers. Uh, your thoughts Your thoughts for Trish, Sally? There's quite a few moms out there that have lost custody of their kids for one reason or the other, but as they join with the other moms and as they pray, God and them are holding their children in, in God's arms through prayer. And, and you're right. We see many of them reconciled with their children. I, I know my very own sister-in-law lost custody of her children, came to know the Lord. As we prayed for her, now she's reconciled with all of her kids and walking with the Lord and part of moms in prayer. 
So yes, you don't just keep praying no matter the circumstances. Keep praying, but don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Grab another woman because that woman will be blessed by you and you by them. And I wonder whether you'd like to pray for Trish. Yeah, I would I love to, to pray. Love to pray for her, Father. Thank you for strengthening her in the midst of this journey. She's right; she could have given up hope, yet her hope is in you. And Father, I do pray a hundred percent reconciliation with her and her kids. That as she has prayed for them, that she will see and witness how you have moved mightily in their lives. And so, Father, I pray that each one of her kids would walk with you, talk with you, and then also love on their mom that what Satan meant for evil, Lord, that you would turn into a mighty good. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much to Trish from Perth in WA for calling through. Our talkback line remains open, though we're running short of time. 1-800-316-316. Another Facebook comment from Joe, who says she's praying that safe schools will fail and not last in the schools and also for respectful relationships to be taught in the curriculum. Now, uh, you might not be up to date on all of that, Sally Burke, but uh, there's a program that's been running in some schools around Australia uh, that has been uh, more of an LGBT agenda uh, than it has been about being an anti-bullying program. There's been quite controversial things that have been going on here in Australia with regards to issues of uh, gender fluidity and such things. And uh, even though you don't know all about that sort of thing, uh, these are major issues that parents are concerned about and addressing those in prayer before God is really is really the first thing we ought to be doing. Yeah, that's much more powerful than going and demanding from the school authorities. That's, we've had different things come into our schools, and we ask God, Lord, remove them. And he sure enough did. And we every year, it's always something new that the enemy wants to throw at our kids, but she's exactly right. God is the only one that has the power to remove them. Our power is greater on our knees than when we go and, and we demand things from the schools. And what we've learned in Moms in Prayer is never to say anything negative, never to demand anything, but to get on our knees and pray and then let them know we're praying for them and to thank them where we can thank them. And we just witness, a, a, you know, a great revival within the teachers and a spiritual awakening within the teachers and administrators. And ask God to remove unrighteous teachers and, you know, administrators and curriculum that may hurt your kids ask god he's a great god he's a mighty god nothing's too hard nothing's impossible for him so she's exactly right and that's why we need two or more moms for every school in australia so you can pray specifically for those school concerns elsewise the enemy's going to have a heyday on your school campuses so you want to be gathering together to pray and battle with a victorious God tells us he's the one who fights for us he's the one who brings victories not by our might nor by our power but by his spirit Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson a biblical perspective on life culture and current events You might be surprised, already 300 of these groups operating in Australia. There might be one near you. You'll be able to go to the momsinprayer.org website and there'll be some form of link there to how you find out where those groups are and how you can be connected here in Australia. We're talking about the 145 nations around the world that have these Moms in Prayer groups. Sally Burke is our special guest. She's president of Moms in Prayer. We're on the phone with her from the United States today. 
today. Sally has written a book called Unshaken. Uh, Sally, uh, the purpose of your book and what sort of things that our listeners will be able to glean when they get a hold of it? Well, I get to see what God, I get a bird's view eye because I travel all over the world, what God is doing in answer to prayer. And so I grabbed uh, another sister who is a mom's and prayer mom and a gifted writer, and we sat down and we wrote this book called Unshaken. I was watching Christians, even Christians, being shaken in this world, yet they need not be shaken. And then I was watching women, the most hopeless, the most impossible situations, when we give them the four steps of prayer, all of a sudden they become courageous, mighty prayer warriors. So I had to get the stories out. I just did. In this book, you'll get to live out the four steps, but you also get to read stories about women just like you all over the world, no matter where they live, the same heartbeat for their child, the same desire for their child. And, and so I, I, my prayer is that's an encouragement, that it will give you courage to keep on praying and, and know and know that God has a great plan for your life and for your children's life and for Australia as we pray. We started to touch on this idea of the dynamic that happens when you're in a group, getting together with other people to pray. So in this case, other mums and this sisterhood that forms and this idea of aligning your heart to God's will and what that produces is a a real confidence about how you pray. How do you describe that sort of confidence that comes when you are meeting together with other mums in a prayer group? I, I think about it this way. Corporate prayer was so important to God that it's the most mentioned in the Bible. And we watch when the disciples came together after Jesus died and, and um, then he rose again. And then as they gathered together to pray, God unleashed his Holy Spirit upon them. And they turned this world upside down for Christ. And as we gather together, as we all look and keep our eyes, because that's the theme of, of Unshaken Book, you know, keep your eyes on the Lord for you at your right hand, you will not be shaken. And, and so that's what happens when we gather together. All of our eyes are on God. And then we come together. We're never going to give up. We're going to encourage each other. And then we pray forth his word. And then we as a group get to see incredible answers to prayer. So we become lifetime friends. And when we get to heaven, we always joke there'll be this special group up in heaven where we hang out. But but, you know, there's a lot of saints that went before that prayed together. So it's just something special in the sisterhood of prayer, praying for one another, encouraging one another, and then celebrating as God answers. You don't want to, God's never intended you to go through life alone. We even think about the Trinity. You know, in the Trinity, you know, there, there's a three there. And that's the same thing. He wants moms to gather together on behalf of this next generation and pray like they've never prayed before. Unshaken is the name of your book and you've got a huge vision and you've been really holding on to the reins over these past 30 years and uh, the organisation has grown 145 countries around the world. Sally, you really do have a heart to see the whole world transformed and you believe it's mums who can play a huge role. Yes, moms like you and I have the ability to to change what's happening in this world as we pray. You know, it's it, God is allowing the burden in your heart on purpose so that you will pray, so you will unleash His will, His power 
to impact this next generation. I, I think about in the second Timothy, it, it looked like Christianity was about done. And yet, Christianity was just about to explode. And, and so these moms that are shaken, that think, oh, no, this world is done for, as they gather together and as they pray, God transforms them into courageous prayer warriors, brave women who, who will witness a great generation rise up because they prayed. And in Australia, you're able to reflect on some of the groups that are growing most significantly, and sometimes they come down to different ethnic groups within the society, and Korean groups in Australia are growing quite dynamically right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They are. You know what's so fun is a lot of the, the women that started, whether it be here in the United States or in South Korea, they get so excited. Wherever they move, they start a group, and that unifies them. And, and so it doesn't matter where they live or where they're at, they begin a moms and prayer group, and it has taken off in Australia and our, and our Korean groups. But I, I, wherever, whatever culture, whatever, it, it can take off. It just needs two or more women to gather together. Well, Sally, I want to honour you for your good work and I want to thank you so much for taking some time to share your heartbeat with our Australian audience. Sally Burke is president of Moms in Prayer International. Now, I'm saying that the American way because that's how it's spelt, M-O-M-S, In Prayer International. Uh, Sally's book is called Unshaken and it's available where you find good Christian books. You might find it on Amazon if you're not near a Christian bookstore. If you are near a Koorong or somewhere like that, uh, you'll be able to get a hold of... uh, Uh, Sally's book it's called Unshaken now the websites at which you can connect with uh, other prayer groups that might be in your vicinity or you might like to even start your own you can do so momsinprayer.org that's where you'll find the detail that's where you'll find the connections momsinprayer.org and uh, just want to thank you so much Sally Burke for taking some time out uh, to talk to our listeners here in Australia today and uh, for being part of 2020 thank Thank you. Oh, I've enjoyed this so much. I, I'm very excited for Australia. I, I'm excited for what God's going to do as you do your radio station and as the Christians of that nation gather together to pray. God has a great plan, and I'm excited. It's been a great honor, a great privilege to be able to spend this time with you. Sally, no doubt we'll get a chance to talk on another day. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.